0: To praise God Because of these great things That God has done for us Hallelujah And guess what On Wednesday I was sitting down there As the man of God Was leading us to pray Came to my spirit That in this conference And I want you to note this And mark it Go and read the book of Numbers Chapter 11 He said As many people That look up unto God Through the man of God Apostle Williams he's going to put His spirit Into us The things that you want to do That you have been trusting God for that has never happened in your life. You are going to start to perform. With the grace of God upon your life. Like he put his spirit, the spirit of Moses, on those elders, is going to happen in this conference. So be full of expectation. Say expectation, expectation, expectation. Choir be full of expectation because you are going to sing and prophesy like never before. Because of the grace upon the man of God, Apostle Williams, is in the house already. So just tap into it, and you, by ah uh, uh, there is a skill that is come, you are going to play, more than butterfly, hallelujah, from one flower to the other, and uh, brother junior there, you are going to play, and who is the other person? Uh-uh, you are doing great things, and who is the one other, the drum is going to, to, to blow, you know, and my young man here, don't worry, the, the hands of God is upon your life, so just be ready, because the grace of God upon the man of God is coming upon us in this conference, with that in mind, I want us to read The book of Psalm 24 with an uplifted hand. The earth is the Lord's, and the fullness thereof, the world and all that dwelleth therein, for he has founded it upon the seas and established it upon the waters. Who shall ascend the hill of the Lord, or who shall stand in his holy place? He that has clean hands and a pure heart. Who does not lift up his heart toward his foes, nor swear deceitfully, he shall receive blessings from the Lord and vindication from God his Savior. Such is the generation of those who seek him, who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Selah. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the King of glory may come in is this king of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, O ye gates, and be lifted up, you ancient doors, that the king of glory may come in. Who is this king of glory? The Lord almighty. He is the king of glory. Amen. Psalm 145 I will exalt you, my God, the king, I will praise your name forever and ever. Every day I will praise you and extol your name forever and ever. For great is the Lord and most worthy of praise. His greatness no one can fathom. One generation will commend your works to another. They will tell of your mighty acts. He has compassion on all he has made. All you have made will praise you, O Lord. Your saints will extol you. They will tell of the glory of your kingdom and speak of your might, so that all men may know of your mighty acts and the glorious splendor of your kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom, and your dominion endures through all generations. The Lord is faithful to all his promises and loving towards all he has made. The Lord upholds all those who fall and lifts up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look to you, and you give them their food at the proper time. You open your hands and satisfy the desires of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways and loving towards all He has made. The Lord is near to all who call on Him, to all who call on Him in truth. He fulfills the desires of those who fear Him. He hears their cry and saves them. The Lord watches over all who love Him, but all the wicked He will destroy. My mouth will speak in praise of the Lord. Let every creature praise His holy name.
1: Name of Lord Jesus, let's just give God a clap of love. Let's just fill this place
2: with praise and worship. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! King of kings, you are worthy of who honor you're worthy of all praise. Bless your name, O God. You are the king of.
3: You. Be thou exalted O God. Our God and king we worship you because you are our God and you are our Father. We thank you for the love that you have for us or you have towards us. We thank you for 33 years of existence. As a part of the body of Christ We thank you for the days of little beginning Why we almost got to the church today Lord, I was talking with my wife This church, what we have gone through There was a time in the history of Christ of tabernacle That we could not afford to buy a combo Because all the offering collected cannot buy a combo and then I went to work, and that salary that I put together, we bought a combo. There was a the time that we got a building of four 20, thirty thousand pounds. We were not able to raise hundred thousand. And we bought that property like camel passing through the needle of the eye of the needle. But now today, 33 years, is a different story. When I consider the works of your hand, the moon and the stars that you have created. When I consider the works of your hand, and all the people who you have given to us as a family. In the days that there was no one to share the vision with. In the days that some believed that division is not from God, and they walked away. People who have been pillars that we rely upon. In the days, Lord, that some were used by the devil to oppose your authority. In the days of rebellion of all manners of kinds and kinds. In the days of deception of the devil. In the days of nothing. But you have kept the remnants. Upon the remnants you have built your vision. As you said, I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail. All that matter to destiny, you retain us. And those who do not matter to destiny, you allow them by their will to depart. So that you could do what you want to do with us, and you really did. If we know how to think, we will know how to thank. You have never decreased in the midst of us. But our knowledge of you have increased by the age of the church. By prophetic, this church was born. By prophetic, the building we worship you was revealed. And you have not ceased speaking. Up till now, you have spoken to people, you have spoken to nations, you have spoken to government of nations. Oh Lord my God, we do not tell stories when God used to move among us. Our worship team has increased in number in capacity across the globe. Our dedicated members have increased in number in capacity across the globe. You have brought people who matter to the vision. And you have established your covenant with them. I stand as the under shepherd over this household. And together we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. We give you the praise and honor and glory that what we were 33 years ago is not what we are today. You have used us to be a blessing to nations and you have blessed us also. Father, we exalt and magnify thee. We have seen children born in this church, wedded in this church, and now we have their children raised in this house. So we have the third generation. We bless your name for letting our eyes see this. To you be the glory and honor and praise. In Jesus' holy and anointed name we are praised. Somebody say amen. Somebody say amen. Amen. Put your hands together for the King of Heaven. Hallelujah. Please, you can be seated in the heavenly places. Yes, you are the Lord. Take he is in the heavenly places. You know, Pastor Shegu, please, can you take that pastor out of that place and go and sit in front? No, Pastor Shegu, I wouldn't. Quick, please, ushers. You should have known him by now. He's the senior pastor. thankful for God to bring you into this family. Not just bring you but establishing you in this household. When we say Christ-Fit Tabernacle, do you know what we are saying? You are Mr. and Mrs. Miss and Master Christ-Fit Tabernacle. (laughs) Is that not interesting? Christ faith tabernacle is not Apostle Alfred Williams or Uma. We are members of Christ's faith tabernacle. I look at each one of you because, um, you know, I, towards the anniversary like this, I always try to look at the old videos. And I saw you, 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 and of course, see you since you have come. I saw you when you were playing like grasshopper. Now you are a professional. I saw you when you are trying to decide w- whether to play the cymbals or, or the, your drum. And I saw you when you were trying to to learn how to play your bass and you press D instead of f, and I saw you too when you started carrying the the guitar and I saw this man very, very young, when he was still trying to use his finger to look for where keys are. but you know now they can sleep and play they can close their eyes and play i 'm going to show you to you. <laughs> And when I looked at it again, I saw Pastor Nike, and you can't believe it. At that time, she hasn't got a lot of beef in her ear. Together with Sister Toi, Oriola, tag team champion, both of them were. I so saw Pastor, Pastor Debbie Olui and uh, Pastor Billy Wu. you know. They look so untouched, so fresh, though they are fresher now. In those days that were size 12, size 11, hallelujah. I hope I didn't say size 13. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> because uh, we asked a man some time ago that, "Do you know the size of your wife?" He said yes. What is our size? Size, size, is it 13? You know, <laughs> he called it a size that does not exist. <laughs> 17 and a half. <laughs> or and a half. Whatever the case may be, we call the woman, the woman knew the size. But the man, we are praying God that God will help them. You know, if we think of the goodness of Jesus and all he has done for us, our soul will shout hallelujah. We are going to be looking at... Am I better up there? The audio here is okay. Alright. We are going to be looking at, you know, reflections every day from tomorrow. Today I'm not, It's not a preaching day. But today is a reflection day and helping you to know what God has prepared for the week, which is starting tomorrow. I want to say to you, our seven days that we prayed, or five days we prayed, Monday, last Monday, till Friday. I want to thank those of you who came because you had the time and you stood in gap for the rest of your team. I recognize that a good number of us because, you know, it was last week, Sunday, during the Sabbath, the Lord said, I should gather you to pray. And I expect that those of you who probably your work will not permit and all stuff like that, will not be able to come. Nevertheless, your mind was with us. And so we prayed on your behalf and we reached heaven. And I began to, to share with the team The preparation for the new month, a new week, the things I'll be sharing with you, what God has put in my heart, really, this 33rd anniversary will be an accumulation, a a reflection of accumulations, because there are a few things I've taught you over the years that God is bringing together to my spirit. To teach in one time, so that those of you who are not here at that time, you will be able to also be blessed by it. But you know, I will say something to us which will really help us. I'm not preaching yet. I'll tell you when I will preach. Uh, those of you in the video section there. But I will tell you. I will, I will tell you. I, I would like to tell you. You know that um, when you come in on tomorrow. Come with expectancy, deep expectancy, or expectation. Make sure that your heart really is, is connected with heaven. During the way what God dealt with God is mind, our 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 mind. Our mind. I've taught you before about the tripartite man that is this man speaking. You call him Alfred Williams. But the one inside him, you didn't see. And the one inside him is what is called the spirit of man. But then that spirit lives in this body. And we found out when, from the scripture when God was dealing with us that this body has... The mind to function the body, that is the mind of a man, is part of his faculty and it functions by what his mind determines. But another thing I help you to recognize and remember is this. The spirit also is more real than the body because the spirit is the one that entered the body before the body received life. When the spirit leaves the body, the body is just a garment. It will fall down like a cloth and it will soon rot away straight away into sand. But that spirit also has what is called a soul. As mind is to the body, the soul is to the spirit. However, the mind of man dies when the body dies. But the soul of man lives on because the spirit of man never dies. Now, one thing that God has emphatically said, Broken down to us in this, this this period over the past two months, really from January, is that if you are a child of God, you 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 are the one who determines what happens to you. However, we looked at these very details during the week, and we look at the gift of the Spirit. And we looked also at the calling, ministry calling. We'll be focusing very much on that this week. So that every one of you will have clarity about gifts and calling. They are two different things. But I will say this to you that don't miss any meeting. For the seminar in the day, I recognize that we will not have the whole church in every year's seminar. If you miss this year's seminar, don't miss next year's seminar. But if anybody in CFT has a calling. If you have not gone to the seminar, you only have a calling. You are not qualified for the calling because the seminar is going to be dealing with equipping ministers. I don't treat any member as a member. Everybody who come to the seminar, I treat you as a minister, and it's a good thing for those who believe that they will, you know, there's a calling upon their life, and you know, they will be, they will be, you know. Um, They will be responding to the call sometime. uh, Not to miss, not to miss uh, um, uh, the seminar. Because I mean, if that is at least you must be there once in your lifetime, or once, you know. as many times or rather in your lifetime because we'll be talking to you as ministers so that you know exactly what it is to be called by God what is the what is the mandate what is the obligations and what are sanctions for fulfilling the obligations all those things we go through there very very detailed and what is a church what is the church of God we go through it very detailed but in this very week two I'll be teaching you on things like 21st century leadership which is, you know, geared towards uh, equipping senior managers, directors, and CEOs. If you are in secular world or you have a business and you are able to come, you will only be equipped for your business, because um, you will agree with me that there are there are occurrences that have happened on Earth within the past three years. And also, you will agree with me, there is what is called uncertainty. What is called uncertainty, these occurrences came by what is called globalization. As much as globalization has its own advantages when it opened up and it began. And globalization had given rise to some third countries rising up, like Taiwan and other countries like that. However, the occurrences that have happened in the past three years have challenged globalization. And now we can see the demise of globalization because war in Ukraine, some parts of the world went hungry. Okay? That is what is called wicked problems, and we're going to be dealing with it. It does happen in your industry too. Suddenly a boss came in, was employed, and before you know it, he changed all the structure and all the governance. And before you know it, you who have been having good recommendation now, they are giving you a bad recommendation. That is called wicked problem. When we treat. Um, when i teach you about um, about um, end time and global trend when i talk about global trends i will show you many things that are very intellectual but also which will equip you because it's coming to you regardless of which company you are working and regardless of what status you are what business you do on earth you are going to it's going to hit you very shortly and i have be giving information on what you can do now so that when those things come you know when I told you that you should fix your mortgages you remember okay so I'm telling you this too but you need to know what you are expected to be doing now so that when that wave shock wave will pass through you will not be affected what is going on about China calling for a a, a, a meeting with um, with uh, Ukraine now I want to be the broker what is behind the veil? You know, Shunak is taking a decision now concerning the protocol, the, the Irish protocol. What do you think is happening? If you ignore what is happening, it will catch you unawares. I'm going to be dealing with those things. So that you will be fully informed. Whatever profession you are, you will be affected in this country or in other countries of the world. When I look at the global trend and I look also at navigating through global complexities, that will really help you. You know one of the greatest advantage of this is that i 've been talking about global com- complexities and all this stuff. how you navigate but i 've been looking into the prophetic side of it so that we can be balanced some may say that i was on television uh, uh, on friday live television and we were saying that uh, but apostle why are you talking about this all this stuff do we need it in church and i will show you several reasons why the church needs it because jesus was concerned about that paul was concerned you know about that peter was concerned about that Alright, and if the church is church, church must build total man, spirit, soul, body. A church that cannot build spirit, soul and body should shut down, I would gather now. So, we're going to be looking at navigating through global complexities. Personal spiritual developments, personal and spiritual developments and the role of prophetic in the end time and also the ministry of angels. In the evening we'll be looking at spiritual warfare. What is spiritual warfare? Satanic strategies in the last days, so that if Satan shows up in your office, you know uh, the devil you can separate your boss from the devil. You can separate your colleagues from the devil. The moment Satan shows his head, you you know that's the devil, and you can now apply the spiritual, and then keep your relationship mended and in contact with the person who the devil has upset against you. These things are practically taught in the Bible, and we're going to be looking at then overcoming the devil, operating prophetic and operating in signs and wonders. Let me say this to you: if you're a member of CFT Church and you did not come. You sent me to school to go and learn. Now I have knowledge of uh, school. I want to now share that knowledge of school with the prophetic knowledge which, uh, you know, you didn't send me to learn that, but God gave that to me. And you must be there. So that you will be blessed. You will not be a person that your workmate will be telling you, that, Oh, we listen to one minister in, uh, in uh, Woolwich, and he was talking about this. Ah, look, in our research, what he said, that's what it is. You know, and you say, who is the minister? They say, Apostle Williams. One Apostle Williams, he says. He say what? That's my apostle. They said you, if you, are, if you are in that church, are you, why, why did you see you do those things here? <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> we want to call him just to learn from him. And we say, oh, he's my apostle. They will tell you that they expect you to manifest better than them. So that is what next week is all about. But today, let me just conclude with, complete with you what I promised you about the last days. The last days. You know that it is the will of God that Christians will be extremely successful. He laid a table before me in the presence of my enemies. He anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. You can record me now. You, I'm, I'm, I'm preaching now. Okay, <laughs> my cup runs over. And shall we read together? Surely. Oh, don't put it. Don't put it on the. Sorry, sorry. Put that one off because it's what I teach you every day. We read it every day, don't we? We read it every day. All right. Just uh, uh, mute your. Leave it there. But you says Surely. Follow who? Me. How long? So sorrow is not part of you. Because it's not from God. Good anything contrary to goodness does not belong to a Christian. Because it's not from God. Are we together now? It says goodness and mercy are your days of your life, not some days of your life. And then he says, finally, and I shall what? Don't let COVID excommunicate communicate you. There is something about the house of God which is not your house. Exempting yourself from it, I will show you what has happened to you. Those of you who are God, of of, of all of you in this church, you know, we have, we encourage many people to get involved with departments or apart from coming to sit down and go, to get active in service to God. Okay? Some of you walk, 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 at the expense of your time for God. You know what happens to people like that? Continuous, continuous, continuous need, continuous poverty, continuous poverty. They will not be able to put a finger on what they did with the Because they didn't have God, they didn't factor God in their conception. But you see, those who work and then serve, and don't work and then serve, and the time for serving God, they don't work. But they serve God. They will work a little. You will be amazed at your savings. You are faithful in your time and all that. You will be amazed at your savings. And you will not have need, Because before your need will arise, provision will come. You know, if you have to leave a job, a Christian can be fired by God in a job. Because when you are there, 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 and God wants you to move ahead, and you didn't move ahead, it will make you fire you. Then you wake up, and then you begin to look, and He will direct you to the higher paid job, more comfortable job, and more dignified job. It's God serving His people. When you serve God, God serves you. If you don't serve God, God cannot, because whatsoever a man soweth that he reapeth. If you exempt yourself from the house of God, God should exempt Himself from your house. Am I talking? Because David said, I shall be satisfied with the goodness of the house, the holy temple. That scripture says, goodness and mercy follow me because I dwell in the house of God. He says, my fish shall stand on your gate, O Jerusalem. Jerusalem built like a city. And then David said, Father, I prefer to be an usher in the house of God than to be a king in my palace. This is a guy who was extremely wealthy. Controlled nations. And you understand what I'm saying is this. The reason why Christians are victims or of the devil or their life is contrary to every covenant promise filled with a lot of ups and downs and hula baloo, is one. The Bible tells us in the book of Matthew, chapter 24, verse 3. Let's read from verse 3. Shall we read together, please? As Jesus... And then what did he say in verse 4? Jesus. Stop. You know where I tell you to read the Bible? The Bible is in the book of Revelation, 20, 20, 20 uh, that blessed are those, at 22nd. Blessed are those who read aloud the word of this prophecy. Because the word of God, the Bible is the word of God. When you read it, life comes. And when you read it into the atmosphere, the atmosphere is charged. Because the Spirit of God, when you read the Word of God, not only that, when you read the Word of God, it does two things. It goes out of your mouth, but it first of all blesses the source it's coming from before it goes out to bless others. And if you are healing your body, you're reading the Bible can bring your healing. And so when you are reading the Bible, therefore, at any time, you must read with your heart so that you know what you have read. This scripture says that the disciples of Jesus were with him. And then Jesus said to them, they they now ask Jesus, that's what would be the signs of your coming and the end of age. And Jesus said, watch out that you are not deceived. Excuse me, Therefore. Deception is the last thing of Satan. I call this Satanic Deception in the Last Days and Remedy. That is the topic. Satanic Deception in the Last Days and Remedy. I was looking at my, my lectures which are done in this church. And I stumbled across one hidden behind the facade, and it is the lecture I wrote on deception. Now, I told you the last time when I introduced this topic, I introduced this topic by talking about delusion in the last days. And I remember I told you that deception is different from delusion. Now, I will read to you what I wrote at the time I was teaching you on deception. The distinction of deception from delusion. Deception, I told you, um, delusion, I told you, is a progressive deception that gives back to delusion. If somebody lives a continuous life of deception, he will end up in delusion. I'm sure you all understand what I'm saying. Yes? Do you agree with that? Say amen. Amen. Wave your hands if you agree with that. If I decide to believe a lie, all right, I was deceived. If I continue to live in deception, daily deception, I will end up in the ocean of delusion. And I tell you something. A person deceived can be prayed for. A person deluded don't pray for them. Because it is only God's mercy that can change their view. They must go to a destructive end. Because everywhere that delusion is mentioned in the Bible, it's, it's, you know, it always ends up in calamity the sanction of delusion is destruction that is the penalty of delusion is destruction, but before a person gets to delusion he must have been warned by God in his deceptive ways and when he has been warned and God, he gets to the line and he breaks the line, he that breaks the edge, the serpent shall bite, that's what the Bible says nobody can pray for them except God's mercy now, if I remind you about the delusion, let's look at what is deception. Deception is a form of brainwash. This I wrote it, I lectured you in 2018. It's a form of brainwash which has its root in the mental of man. All right, it emanates from the influence on thoughts developed in his spirit. Some thoughts develop in his spirit, that is the source of deception, and that will now influence his thoughts, and this development comes through various sources. It may come through a man, it may come through politics, it may come through social media, it may come through demons speaking to their mind. They have various sources where this comes from. I think I will stand up, mount up there. Yes. Amen. That take care of that. Don't worry, it takes care of it. So. But who can tie me down here? You look too far from me. Just reduce my, my volume. I don't like to be detached from people. <laughs> because I can move among you. Just reduce, reduce your volume here and there. Okay. So. You can hear me everybody. Good. That's alright. Now, so that is deception. I say it emanates from the influence of, on thoughts. Okay? That's when you think about particular thing, then that thing influences you. Okay? Now, but that thought is developed from your spirit. Okay? The thoughts that will become an action has its roots in the spirit of man. And the source of the thoughts are several. It could be somebody. It could be peer pressure. It could be husband. It could be wife. It could be brother. It could be friends. It could be devil, demon speaking in your mind that you didn't see. Okay. Now. I also wrote this down that these thoughts determines your decisions, alright, and your actions, as a man thinketh in his heart, so he is. So it determines the decisions of a man or actions of a man which limits and frustrates his ambition. That action will either destroy you, or limit you, or hinder you, because it came from deception. It determines the decision and actions of a man which limits and frustrates his ambitions and his good and noble intentions. I think when I taught you this, I just finished my LLM. And I read some articles on jurisprudence And I love that topic so much And I began to look at the scriptures From the stories that I've read in jurisprudence And I now infer this as my own personal decision On what deception could be What deception could be However The Bible puts it this way, 1 Corinthians 2, 11. For who among men knows the thought of a man except the man's spirit within him? So you see that my inference is correct. That the thought has its roots developed in your spirit isn't the uh, your spirit that's why the bible says that who knows the mind of a man except the spirit so there's a connection between the spirit of man and the mind of man isn't it and we went further to say same way who knows the thoughts of god except the spirit of god so we are concentrating on the spirit of god every day for this week so it means that the more you know about the spirit of god the more you can know about the thinking of god correct correct No, no, no. I'm looking at this as in expressing what deception is. Opposite of all what I've said is when the Spirit of God speaks to a man. (laughs) Opposite of it is what the Spirit of God speaks to a man. Hey, look at me. You will succeed in life. Either you say amen, you didn't say amen. God will force you to succeed. Come on, say amen at the back there. You are in this house to fulfill destiny. You know, I've told you that any one of you who come to CFT, all those lies they tell you, demons did this, demons did that. If demons are doing things in your life, I wonder whether we are born again. Because how can demons be doing things and the one you gave your life to, there's no reference to him. Can you imagine me? Demons did this, demon. So, what is God doing? Ignorance is what killed believers. Say, my people perish from lack of knowledge. Demon don't touch anybody in this house. Anything that happened to you is Jesus. Am I talking to you? It's only Jesus and on you. Listen, you know when I tell you things like that. I know all of you have been with me. Know that Apostle is a troublemaker when it comes to devil. If devil is, if you tell me there's a devil anywhere, we go. I will remove the devil so that your, your mind at least cannot focus. If I take the devil out of your house, what else are you looking for? Because demons are not what many Christians paint them. We are more than what? Through who? That's it. I am what the Bible says I am. Can you say, I am what the Bible says I am? I am not what the Bible says I'm not. I'm the head, I'm the head. Not, the not the tail. I can start from the middle. From the middle. My, destination My destination is here. In anything you do, that's what it is. Anything you do, that's what it is. He yes, says, Lift because that There should be no poor man among you. Because in the land that I'm taking you, I will surely bless you. But he says, "Peradventure one of them now became poor. Help him. You will not be that one of them. Amen. It's a choice. And I'm dealing with your mind by God so that you may have understanding. So understanding this premise. It says, for you among men know the thought of a man but the spirit of man. So your spirit is the one who knows your thought. So your spirit is the source that informs your thought. So when Satan wants to get your mind attention, what he does is he gets he wants to get your spirit. Because the mind, the thought that goes in your mind that is not accepted, have not entered your spirit. Because Jesus says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. And that is that is that is scripture. Therefore, write this down. Deception the dis- influences of deception or deception therefore influences the faculty and reasoning ability of a man that's number 1 deception will influence your faculty and reasoning ability of a man I think during this prayer that I'm going to be looking at you know navigating through all these global complexities I'm going to be looking at cognitive reasoning but in line with the scriptures because I know you know a number of us studied about cognitive reasoning but if you go too deep into it you'll be lied to by Satan I, did, I went deep in it to be able to dis- the, 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 see the boundary where Satan begins to lie and I told the lecturer everybody that this one now is lie of the devil but this one is the truth why? because this is what the bible tells me now and I began to expose the lie you, you see all our studies that we do academic studies that we do we believers you must know this they will teach us lies and we must know it that this one is lie if I was a doctor the area of lie I would tell people this is lie but I'm taught to tell you this as a lawyer the area of lies I would tell you this is like, you can't operate it. If you apply this, you're going to have a problem. But if you apply this, we may be able to make a, a headway. I would get now to go and defend somebody who shot someone dead. To defend him that he's not guilty of murder. Are you with me now as a lawyer? That would mean that I'm going to lie. If the evidence shows that he's, he committed the act, what law Lord tells me is that I tell him the truth. That's what S.R.E. tells me, that now you have committed the murder, there is no way out for you, because the evidence points that you did it. So confess, that is what Solicitor's Regulation Act, the Conduct Act says, or else I resign. Section 4. Because anything my client tells me, I cannot divulge it. Okay. At the same time I must not mislead the court Section 4 And that is more important than You know the integrity of my clients So I tell you straight away Go and confess to the police you did it Because now I've known that you did it You confess to me I know you did it If you don't I'm not obliged to tell the police Okay And I'm not obliged to work for you So what will I do I stop working for you so that I keep the integrity so we understand the fact that in our courses that we do there is a place where they want us to compromise with Satan We draw the line they also give us opportunity in those careers to decide to do it or not to do it but if you want to save your head in, in law practice what the SRA law says is that just leave it and resign am I talking colleagues? that's right I will not be associated with fully, even if it is a compound fully. I'm talking about not singular but compound. Okay, anyway, far from the maddened crowd. When you see a crowd that are maddened, <laughs> don't join them. <laughs> because when you get to Jesus, you will be able to say that oh, it's my career that made me lie. No, no, Carrier didn't tell you to lie. He tell you it's an option, you want to lie, it's your own decision, and if they catch you, they, they, will, they will nail you. So, deception influences number one. The faculty, reasoning, ability of a man. The faculty or the reasoning ability of a man. The second thing, deception, affect the speech and intelligence of man. The speech, deception influences the speech and the intelligence of man. Number three, the, the, the deception influences the attitude of a man towards everything. The attitude of a man towards everything. Some of you who are listening to me, you recognize that if you, as those of women who married a man who is a deceiver, you will agree with all I'm saying. You agree with what I'm saying. And if you are a man, you marry a woman who is a deceiver. Is this the example? Or oh, what I'm telling you, that's the real thing. I will get now. Okay, so, to quickly conclude about deception and then move away. Because of all these three things, can a person who deceives be helped? I've told you, yes, a deceiver can be helped because a deceiver knows he's deceiving. And the one who is deceived can be helped because the one that cannot be helped is is the one who is in delusion. Now the one who is deceived can still reason. A person deceived because it's information that led him to deception. Then, if you can distune the person in any way, you'll be able to... There is something, there is a pledge i made to God, which I have not fulfilled. And I'll tell you, I'll let you know, i have not fulfilled because I've been going, reading, reading all stuff. I think it's time for me to fulfill it after this anniversary. When I was studying a, uh, the High Impact Leadership in Cambridge... Uh, I wrote there That when we finished They asked everyone of us What do you want to do with this course And I wrote there That I'm going to start An innovation center For young people in England And my professor is waiting for me To do that And I intend to do it The innovation center In my own definition Is not discovering something But discovering yourself You cannot discover something If you don't discover who you are So, I have these lectures that I call 21st Century Leadership, which I have written various training that can distune a person who has been deceived from the scriptures. It's academic, but it's all scriptural based. So, somebody who has been deceived can be helped by giving right information and allowing that person's mind to process the new information in comparison with what he has been told. So, if that person can begin to see now reality, okay, from evidence, that person will begin to disbelieve the things he or she believed which led to deception. Am I telling you something? Let me tell you that. Let me say, I've been saying to you that in this church. i have said to you that God is telling me that hundred of you should give a thousand, and then you ran. God said that you will see a miracle within 24 hours, you ran, and you gave the money. And then I've been collecting the money, and you have been giving faithfully. And someone is telling you that, are you foolish? Where did God say such in the Bible? God didn't say, the, you give today, you get in 24 hours. He said, in the morning, so, in the evening, do not hold up your hand, because you do not know which one, whether this or that. And then you now came to discover that all oh, the money that they, have been, they have, have been calling offering, I have been collecting from my trustees, telling them that this is my own labor. I'm the one who collected the offering, so it's not church money. Okay? This is a good example. And then you now discover that, oh, Apostle have bought some big houses in, in, um, in Mayfair. Uh, Apostle went to Rolls Royce and got three Rolls Royces. Apostle just bought a jet coming in. And it's all, you investigated, it's all this money I'm taking from you saying that God said you should give. If that information can be given you, no matter how dogmatic you had been, you begin to reason now that, uh-uh. If I now say that 1,000 people here should give 1,000 pounds, you say, hey, Apostle, Apostle, <laughs> For another house in mafia, Or for another jet bomber to go and attack Putin. Which one are you collecting this from? It's information, isn't it? But if you didn't gather information, I'm giving you prophecies, they are happening, I'm doing this and all that. I say bring the money and you bring the money. You are giving in your heart to God. But I am using it for myself. In the real sense, I am the God you are giving the money to. The God of heaven didn't declare, demand anything. But because you have been so deceived, because this is a church of raising money, raising money, raising money, raising money, and money doubler. You give, you get. You give, you get. Your whole heart is that if I give, I get. I give, I get. Instead of you to be taught, you know, your giving is to God, you don't expect from God when you give Him. Because it's just an obedience. And so, information... The right information will challenge the faculty of a human, and it will begin to think differently. And so those who are deceived can be helped. Did the, the Bible say so? Jesus said it. Look at what Jesus said in the book of Luke six forty five. It says, The good man brings good things out of the good stored up in him. And the evil man bring good eh, bring evil things out of evil stored up in his heart, for out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks. So this man, you can be good, you can be bad. But what about now? Somebody deceived, he's not bad. he's not bad. And all these lectures that, that intimidate people in church, I mean, I have some other people who in their church, everything is demon. Even when a cockroach, if, as you are, are here, if a cockroach just flies out of somewhere, they begin to print on, print on, print He's a demon, he's a demon. You know that kind of paranormal. The cockroach is in your church because your church is not tidy. <laughs> yes. I had I met a pastor before who worked with me, Pastor Paul, and I did a crusade, and that day the pastor came next day said, Ah! Apostle, you are an anointed man. I said, why? He said, when I go to yesterday, if I see demons and they are flying in, he house all over the whole place. Uh-uh. I said, my anointing doesn't make demons fly. Tell me, where did you see them? How do they look like? Describe them to me. And the man said, ah, Apostle, they are rats.
2: <laughs>
3: it's rats. He called that. Rats. So I said, so the demons are rats. My old anointing anointing is not so high as to be invoking rats. Your house is dirty, pastor. Your house is dirty. (laughs) You know, outside there there are so many things. So people are paranoid. People think negatively and they produce bad things if you are taught the good thing you produce good fruit but what about somebody who had been bad somebody who is terribly bad somebody who is deceived and live all his life in deception you buy a car you must conduct deliverance, you buy a house you must conduct deliverance, all those stuff they can be helped They can be helped. Jesus says in the book of Matthew 1233. Make a tree good, and its fruit shall be good. Did you see this now? So we can make a tree that is bad, good because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks and i tell you i submit to you i said to you that deception influences the faculty reasoning ability of a man the faculty or the reasoning ability of a man deception influences the speech and intelligence of a man deception influences the attitude of a man towards everything. So when you disune that person's mind by showing the person the word of truth, it will act oppositely. It will still influence your faculty and reasoning and ability. Your reasonability ability, the truth will also influence your speech, intelligence, uh, uh, you know, you know, an action and deed, the attitude. You have to everything. Your knowledge of truth will do that. Which means therefore, that when you have the truth instead of deception, the function of your brain will change your mental as you know that your thoughts affects or determines your actions and your deeds. And you'll be doing the right thing. That's just so. But now let me say this in conclusion. For those of us who are not here, when I taught you delusion, there are some things that we have taught in this church. I told you, in prosperity you will prosper. Let me say this to you. You must understand what I'm telling you. God will prosper you to the height that some in the world have you know they talk about um, this man in, who owns this car who Alan Moss I was watching it, an interview of the man and I said that this is what Christians should be that is in, in wealth in achievement though when we was interviewed you know the man is funny the way he behaves But the man read so much. He is vast read. But all what he read is nonsense. Am I talking to you? All what he read is nonsense. In ideology. In philosophy. But the grace God gave him for business is what brought him to where he is. Because you can't find Jesus in anything. So you are supposed to be very, very wealthy. Because me, I'm sent to preach. How can I be sent if you are bankrupt? I cannot be sent. You must have all the comfort that God did not allow me to have. I will say that. Because I will have to, if I have to make money, I have to establish a company now as a land surveyor and mapping scientist. I can do highway design and engineering. I establish a company that be doing maintenance for for roads and all stuff. I still have those things hot in my brain. I I, I, I follow my law to wherever I want to go and establish a law firm. Uh, you know, uh, at the end of the day, set up uh, an arbitration uh, uh, fleet that can operate all over the world, and I will make money. money I will make money. If I give that up, just to stand before heaven and hear God and instruct you, you have to prosper. Yeah! A time will come that the car park of the tabernacle will not accommodate the number of Rolls Royces. Yeah, you just, you have them, you're not in comforts. I'll i i you know, I've been, uh, I've been dedicating houses for young ones. These are coming today, bought the house. I ded- Before they marry in Christ's now they buy house. We who are their fathers, we knew what we were living. when We also married their mother. Hallelujah forever. We knew how much we are earning. And now they are earning stupendous money. I'm happy. Because if you don't prosper, I will not be happy. You know why? Because you are filled with the word of God. Prosperity cannot enter the head of any one of you. Satan cannot use that prosperity to change your being in God. So I have to stand before heaven to make sure you know the truth, you do the truth, and then you will prosper easily, without sweat. His brain that prosper. If your work is by force, by force, I'm sorry, you better change. Those who make money is head. they use. They don't use false gra-gra. It's not there. Am I talking to somebody? But you must know this. Don't deceive yourself. Don't deceive others. Don't deceive God. Don't. Because time is gone. And I have to finish in five minutes. Remember my definition of delusion. I said delusion from dictionary now it says false belief or judgment about external reality held despite incontrovertible evidence to the contrary Occurring especially in, ment- in mental condition. Is it different from what I was told by God on deception? No. This is the graduation of deception. If a man continues to deceive himself, you will end up in delusion. You have a mental conviction about how you should look. <laughs> Beginning from how you should look. How God created you will no more be okay for you. You want to recreate your body, and then you get into the... Once you get into delusion, no matter how destructive the agents you are using against your body is, you will continue to do it until you get into destruction. That's what it is. If you are deluded, it happens in your mental. Understand, this is a state where the spirit of deception now has gone out of you and invited delusion to come no man can save a deluded person that person must end up in destruction He will end up in destruction. There is no, the whole world may pray. That prayer will do nothing. Because he has gone beyond the boundary of deception into delusion. He has deceived himself, himself for too long until, to the place whereby he believed that that is the right thing. I mean, you have a living example now. And I told you, Putin is just a living example. He still said last week that he was not the one who started the war. I wonder whether it is Nigeria who started the war. (laughs) Or <laughs> A person went into somebody's country and began to bomb them, and then they were begging and he kept on bombing them, bombing them, bombing them. And when the world saw that he will eliminate these people, they now said, okay, let us help the people too. They now said that it is the world who started it, But he,
0: he is convinced. The guy is just convinced.
3: That is delusion. One of, the, one of the lawyers who finished an exam has told me that in the exam they asked him that if somebody committed something out of delusion, is he guilty? <laughs> I said, I've been teaching you in church, you should know what to write there. Because it happened in the mentality of a person, despite every incontrovertible evidence. Now, they're now asking you in your law question now, that's delusion. Can you imagine, God has made me teach you delusion. They're now asking that person to, to answer the question that somebody who acted, you know, committed an act out of delusion, is that person guilty or not guilty? you think that member of CFT will fail it? No, straight away. And then I was told, I said, wow, you are very good. That's very, that's, maybe that's because God, that's why God made me, you know, go and read this stuff. So, now, therefore, the action of delusion or the state of being deluded, they are the functions of delusion. A person who is deluded will first be in the state of being deluded, and you know because your deception controls your thoughts your action and your, your behavior so delusion now will give back to action and that action cannot be good of course it is that kind of action that you are killing people and you are saying that i'm i'm denazifying them i'm dinner dena- the English that does not exist i went to together similarly husband and wife draw your ears You married a woman, not a slave. Marriage does not mean slavery. Really, if any man told a woman, you will be my slave, I'm sure the woman will think two million times. So, what is your justification that you say you married a wife, and in your house, your wife does everything, and you do nothing? Is that reasonable? wife will do everything and you do nothing you just sit down, eat and that's your job is that reasonable? you don't understand this that's a state of delusion if any man believes that if any man believes that your wife is a slave even if you don't say you believe that if you use her like a slave you don't know that you need to help her she's your helper you are really the one who should be doing the job she's supposed to be helping you excuse me am i talking to you look at them now nevertheless (laughs) everybody's woken up now Okay, so a husband must cherish his wife. Husband who don't do that, they are deluded. Okay, a husband must care for the wife because she's your rib. A husband must be the father in his house and to his wife. If your wife is tired, you just go to the kitchen and cook. If you can't cook, learn it from her. If it is your wife who cook, 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 one day God will ask you. You didn't employ a cook, you employed, you, 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 you married a wife. Why? Well, Why is your primary duty to cook? But what about if she's tired? Ask from mommy. If I, if my wife is tired, or if I see that my wife didn't come to bed on time. Because she studies, studies, study, study. you know. She can study all night and come and sleep at 5 a.m. I told you yesterday now, Friday, isn't it? But I will not stay with her. Oh, she wants to clean the whole kitchen. And I am tired. I will tell her I'm tired and I go and sleep. Because I know that if I sleep, I have time, I have to wake up to other duties. I will not say that she didn't come and sleep with me, it's an offense. No, if that is what she said, Delilah, she would do it. However, if she now slept and then I have woken up and I have to wake her up to come and eat. She wants to come and cook for me. And I say that she does that she wants to come I say, no, 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 you cannot come because you just slept three hours, sleep, I will wake you, I will eat. I will wake you up in about small four hours. When I wake her up, she says she's coming. And you know women, when they say they are coming, they are really coming. (laughs) Isn't it? All of you do that. They have to clean this, they have to clean that. So what do I do? I will go down. And I ask her, where is the food? She's the custodian of the food. Minister of Agriculture. (laughs) She tell me, it's in, this, it's in this, okay, bring them out for me. When I come down, I'll come and do it. She has cooked that already. When I bring them out, I'll just go and sort myself out. If I have to do the ground rice, i do it. When she comes down, I expect to come and come and do it for me. I have done it for her and for me. I've done the soup because the soup is just to warm it. Okay, Pour it on the, ah, why did you do it? I, I have to do it because now... My hunger is almost <laughs> turning to anger. <laughs> Before my hunger graduates. The soup is there, warm it and stuff. And I and we eat. That is what is called a husband. When I took her from her father, I continued the fatherhood. I'm talking about deception and delusion. You know there is reward for both. Am I talking to you now? So if you miss my marriage seminar, change your mind. Okay? Make the tree good. And its fruit shall be good. I want everyone to check the area of your life that the tree is not good. In your decision, you will know. In your attitude, you will know. In the way you respond, you will know. And before we start the convention tomorrow... I want you to change your mind completely During this week I'll be talking to you about About living for God I won't go into that now But I'll be talking to you about living for God But let me say that deception is the last weapon of the devil Deception is the last weapon of the devil And I think we should look at this again for you to be able to uh, get all the information. Uh, And it is the manifestation of the Antichrist. His deception. The Antichrist is already in the church now, you know. From the time of Paul. Paul said the Antichrist is in the church. And we'll look at that during this week. I know God will help you. I say I know that God will help you. You see, this week we are going into... We want to explore and deep down the love of God. That's what all my lecture will be. To help you know how much God loves you. How much God has made provision for you and I. And also help you know how much Satan is trying to hinder us. And practical thing the devil does. Okay? Where I stopped is a good way to stop. Because... Marriage is the first target of Lucifer, to break home, because marriage is the first institution of God. Then the second target of Lucifer is the church, which is the second bond. God bathed marriage, and then he bathed the church. And he told us in Ephesians chapter 5, if you read from verse 23 downwards to the end, he tells us that the, the marriage is... Uh, uh, You know, a type of the church That marriage is given just to explain to you The relationship of God and the church And if we don't understand marriage If we understand church We will be able to live a happy married life If you listen to my voice on earth If you give your marriage trouble You will never be free before God Am I talking to you now? Because I teach you what the Lord has taught me. I live a happy life. I live a happy life. I always The same thing I'm teaching you, my wife and I don't deceive ourselves. She's frank, and I'm frank. Am I talking to you now? Her frankness does not make me hate her. It made me celebrate her. Because if I want to know, if I want more reasoning, I call my wife. She says, no, you can't do that. I say, I know you say it. So now that you have said no, tell me why. But she will tell me. She will reason with me. Because we're married by reasoning together, isn't it? So how can I not be the... the, I won't mention this man's name again. (laughs) No, I cannot be the terror in the house that keeps the, the mouth of my wife short. Tactically demeaning her integrity and her brain and intelligence will I get peace? no I will get pieces. if she does not talk you are. In tr- if your wife refuses to talk you are in trouble if your wife talks after you have messed her up you are in furnace are we together now? but you know let me say to you before I go if you are a woman Submit to your husband As in Christ Adore your husband He is the head over you Paul says The head of a woman is the husband The head of the man is God Don't you understand that? That God will not bypass your head To come and have relationship with you if you are the one who creates the house to become a hell on earth, your worship is useless, your prayer is useless, your fasting is useless. Because God is the God of hierarchy. He will not bypass the head who is righteous to come and talk to you if you are unruly, if you are stingy. If you are me, take, 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 take. The husband has to provide. Take, take, take. Who told you? If the husband has to provide, the law is this. I am the husband. I have to provide. I will use all my assets to provide. I own my wife. Isn't it? I own her as the head of my, you know, my family. So, my children I own. I own my wife. God did it so. Forget about all these uh, feminist something they are talking, they are from the devil. The fact is this. The husband is the head of the wife. As Christ, is the head of the church. If Jesus wants anything the church has, he doesn't have to ask the church. He takes it. However, Jesus also made provision for the church before the church has a need. That's how these two things work. The demand upon the man by God is to provide for his family. But The family, according to God, also must be, as the church, to God. God needs your money, you give Him. God needs anything, you give Him. However, God too, everything He has is yours. That is the relationship between a man and a woman. And don't forget the three centipede ingredients of marriage. Transparency, collaboration, and Cooperation. You have that in your marriage. You don't have issue. Allow mistakes. Because he who never made mistakes, you blame others for mistakes. Allow time that somebody, your, your wife may not be in any mood. Because you two always go to automatic mode, Where you just don't want to be in any mood. Allow your spouse to be tired. Because it's not a machine. Either man or woman and reason together the bible says come let us reason together it is the greatest abomination for a man to raise his hand and smack his wife it is the greatest abomination for a woman to raise her hand and smack the husband do you know it is suicide it is like idol worshiping before God, witchcraft because why if I slap my wife I slap my body God we are the same in body yes Yes, if she slaps me she slaps her body now this is law for you now if I slap my body which is now my wife or she slaps me which is now her body the Bible says know ye not that your body is the temple of God. So I have committed an act of slapping the temple of God. And Corinthians said, if you destroy my temple, I will destroy you. So a man who beats his wife, God destroy. A woman who beats her husband, God destroy. He says the word. The Lord of God is so plain, mm-hmm. but you need to really read it that you may understand it. What about if you are the on the receiving end? Pray and tell God See this person Answer Answer God will respond by beating that person He will beat the person The person will be begging you to come and help I've seen many of it The person God will smite that person Who is the violent one On the bed of sickness Infirmity He will be begging you to come and help I've seen that a number of times That even the spouse said that. So you are the one helping me And I said yes and the father came to me and said so i told you when the man came to me in one of the cases i told the man god will smack you you are smacking your wife god will smack you he said no but, but, but. i said no but if it's my daughter you beat my daughter i will go and get hefty men to come and deal with you too. if my strength cannot handle you i said you understand me i said but in this case i'm not doing it because of the law of england but that's how I feel Okay Not a distant time He woke up and he crashed It is the wife Who now is taking care of him You know when God slaps a man Doctors will not know whether it is stroke, whether it is <laughs> hypertension, whether it is high blood pressure. Because every organ will just be misbehaving. So about the test kidney today, they test liver tomorrow, the test lungs next tomorrow, the test... Ask from doctors, then they can't find anything. They will just say that, well, maybe you have... The way you are behaving is like you, your mouth burns and you have stroke. But it may not be stroke. When God is fighting a man, even the bottom of the leaves can go this way and the top go the other way. So that doctor will not know exactly what is going on. (laughs) So he now began to cry that you are the one helping me. The woman came to me and said, Yes. You are the only one who can forgive him and God will heal him. No medicine will raise him. Because when you smack a body of your husband or wife, you smack the temple. And anyone who destroyed the temple, God says, I will destroy you. Shall we rise up together? I believe that you had enough for this meeting. So we are going to pray for ourselves, for our human mind, that the Lord will send His fire. God the Holy Spirit, send your fire into my mind, send your fire into my body, Send your fire into my heart Everything that is not of God Destroy in the name of Jesus Lift up your voice and begin to pray Send your fire into my mind Send your fire into my heart Send your fire into my body And everything contrary to God Destroy them in the name of Jesus Tell the Lord Free my soul From the deception of Satan Tell the Lord to grant you strength in your body, in your mortal body that you will present your body as a living sacrifice oh sovereign Lord blood of Jesus to wash you tell the Lord to have mercy on you Tell the Lord to strengthen your spirit man so that you will not concede to the devil. Satan will not affect your thoughts. Lord, we pray. Lord, we pray. Lord, we pray. Father, Father, Father. Have mercy. In Jesus' anointed name, we are praying. Let me be a sacrifice, holy and acceptable.
2: Let me be your star
3: their heads if you know that if you die after this meeting you cannot enter heaven and you would like to give your life to Jesus lift your right hand up where you are just lift up your right hand you are fed up of the way your life has been you want an intervention from God lift your right hand Don't let the devil deceive you. You have had enough of trouble. There is someone who can step into your life. And make your life as good as all these people you are seeing. Let me see the hand up. Please now. Anyone want to accept Jesus as his Lord and Savior? your eyes everyone who is born again lift your hand if someone beside you this hand is not up tell me it's a matter of the Bible says in the past God overlooked our errors but now he has commanded everyone let me see your hand wave your hand if you are born again I can't see the hands of that brother Up, lift it above your head lift your hand above your head above your head let me see if someone around you is not hand, hand is not up just let me know it somebody came to a church in new cross when i was there they gave an altar call he did not come out he came out of that building mounted on his motorcycle in ludic Mews. just within five minutes it was his dead body they called us at this a man who just left the church now got an accident we got there it was his corpse he was dead and the prophet said when he came in the prophet was in front he said you that young man who just came in come forward and give your life to jesus and he's the son of the pastor who walked away in rebellion against god and he was dead when a man dies god don't have mercy There's only two destinations after death. One is called heaven, the other is called hell. I will say to every one of you, if you profess that you have given your life to Jesus from today, don't behave like the world. Anything you see the world doing, get out of it. Don't let it enter your door. A man must not plait his hair. If you do, a spirit from Nigeria called Chogo, will follow you. And torment your life and disarray your whole life. If a man puts on a ring, the same thing. Because those who serve that spirit, the spirit commanded their priest to dress that way. And it's in England too. That spirit is called Zeus. It's called Beelzebub, the God of Akron. So don't do it. Anything that it is a culture of the world, don't do it. The Bible says that do not follow their practices because of that practice the ground vomited them. Make sure you live your life to please God. You know the articles of the devil that is in your heart. Make sure you get rid of anything of the devil. What the pleasure? Forsake it. What do you gain from being like the devil? Than sorrow and trouble. Your appearance must befit those who profess to serve God, both men and women. And the Lord has blessings waiting for you in this kingdom. May the Lord bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord Jesus. And let's take our seats, please.
1: the Lord, Hallelujah. Okay. offering times, <laughs> Amen. I want to thank God this morning for the word that has been sent to His servants, and we we'll receive it as the word from the Lord. And as we prepare our offering this morning, uh, we want to read a scripture to us. Happy anniversary, Christ free tabernacle. Yeah. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 16, Mm -hmm. I read from verse 13. The Bible says, celebrate the festival of tabernacles for seven days after you have gathered the produce of your threshing floor and your wine press. Be joyful at your festival, you Your sons and daughters, your male and female servants, and the Levites, the foreigners, the fatherless, and the widows who live in your town. For seven days celebrate the festival to the Lord your God at the place the Lord will choose, which is here. Amen. For the Lord your God will bless you in all your harvest and in all the works of your hands and your joy will be complete three times a year your men must appear before the Lord your God at the place he will choose at the festival of the unliving bread the festival of weeks and the festival of tabernacles no one should appear before the Lord empty handed verse 17 each of you must bring a gift in proportion to the way the Lord your God has blessed you. As we consider that scripture throughout this week, which is our holy convocation, our convention, the 33 years of our existence as a family, as a church, and as a people. And I'll say this to us this morning, most especially to our Father in the Lord and our Mother in the Lord, Apostle and Reverend Nova Williams, they have been faithful over the house of God for 33 years. And they will remain faithful in the name of Jesus. Amen. With your offering in your hands, I want you to bow down your heads. I want you to talk to God. Whatever you have made up your mind that you have brought before the Lord this morning, I want you to pray. is a, a special week for us. And our Father and the Lord have spoken this morning that if you are part of Christ's faith tabernacle, You are blessed by the Lord. You can never be poor. You can never be miserable in your life. Without understanding in your heart as you give to God this morning, just give thanks to God for what He has provided for in your life. And appreciate God for the 33 years of our existence as a church. And pray that from this day forward, all the word declared by servants over our lives, we find fulfillments, mostly in the area of your finances, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord, this morning for the privilege that we have, Lord, to bring before you, Lord, our tithes, our offerings, we pray that they become acceptable before you, and Lord, that you will open the windows of heaven, and you will point to every life. Lord, your abundance, your blessings. You will rebuke the virals on our behalf. And Lord, your children will enjoy your abundance in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and we give you glory. Blessed be your name, O Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
2: Hallelujah. (laughs) Amen.
1: prayer. Our uh, Father and our God, we thank you, Lord, for the privilege you have given. Out of that which you have given us, we have brought this back to you. Father, we ask, this is the holy offering of your holy people brought before the Holy God. Let your holy fire descend from heaven and consume this sacrifice. Lord, let there be abundance in the house of Christ, faith Tabernacle. And as we celebrate this convention, let the heavens be open. let your glory descend, and let there be joy unspeakable in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. We give you praise and glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
3: Please be seated.
4: Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well, I'm sure we're all excited about what God will be doing in our midst in the course of this week. Because we've been prepared. And we know that it's going to be an awesome time. Is anyone joining us today for the very first time? If this is your very first time in Christ's Tabernacle, we would you like to please stand? Please stand? Please stand? Wow! You are welcome. Where the Lord is building overcomers for tomorrow. Thank you very much for joining us today. Please remain standing until you receive a welcome pack from the from the ushering team. And within the pack there is a form. We would like you to please complete the form within the pack. And let us know how much more we could be of blessing to you. Thank you very much for visiting us today. Please be seated. And I'd like to extend another welcome to Brother Kobe all the way from New York. For those of us members of the Zoom family of Christ's Faith Tabernacle, we have a special Zoom family. For those who are on the Zoom family, you would know Brother Kobe. Praise the Lord. So I saw him today and I thought, I thought you were taller than you, you looked on there. And I discovered I was taller than him. I kind of thought, hold on. I was expecting someone kind of like, you know. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I met his son as well in the back. He's also welcome. Praise the Lord. You're welcome. Well, I'd also like to extend a warm welcome to all the delegates from the different parts of the world. I know we'll welcome... Can I ask... Um, I, know, I, I know there are some that arrived during the course of the week, but can I ask that all, our, all, our, all the delegates who have arrived from different parts of the world, please stand, including our own dear Pastor and Pastor Shoka. Woo! Well, you're welcome, you're welcome. Let's give them all a very warm welcome. Let's get, we can do better than that. Praise the Lord. Please be seated, Pastor Dakko and, 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 and Pastor uh, Shoko as well. Look, Pastor Bumi, Pastor Dakko and Pastor Bumi, you're very, very welcome. Before I get, um, before I pay a fine today, Pastor Sidney was already planning to send me a, a fine. Because he noticed I was kind of like trying to think to myself, hold on. So I said Pastor Dakwan, Pastor Shokon. When he was Pastor Dakwan, Pastor Bumi, Shokon. Praise the Lord. Thank you very much for being a part of this celebration. We'll we'll invite, we'll welcome others as they arrive. Um, But we already can feel that something is in the air. Praise the Lord. We know something is in the air, and when something's there, you've got to be around. You've got to be attentive. It's important that we're attentive to be a part of all that God has in store for us. Thank you very much. Today, in preparation for what's going to be happening this week, you do not need to have home groups in the homes this tonight. Not that anyone's celebrating. Although I know a few people have not been having it anyway, it's okay. You don't need to zone up, but it's okay. But tonight we'll be having communion at 9 p.m. online. On Zoom, we'll be having communion at 9 p.m. Prayers and communion, 9 p.m. Don't miss it. Please do not miss it. And those who want to join the Zoom family, please join tonight. If you want to stay on YouTube, it's okay. We're not discriminating. It's just that there's more fun on the Zoom party. Praise. Am I correct? Depen, especially if you stay afterwards. Always something very special happening afterwards. If I've not whetted the appetite enough, well, then I can't do better than that. Praise the Lord. Okay. Also, during the course of this week, we do know what the week is all about. Anniversary. Can we see the program on the fly? Come up, please anniversary week do you have a trailer do you have the it's not working well all through the week apart from tomorrow that is um, we'll be having daytime sessions daytime sessions at 10am I know we've advertised daytime sessions starting on Wednesday but Apostle wants to put on an extra one am I correct sir on Tuesday Is is there still an extra session on Tuesday sir is there still an extra session on Tuesday? Yes. For the people who want extra. Praise the Lord. So, if you want the extra. At 12 noon on Tuesday. 12 noon on Tuesday. There might be. I mean. But you know. We, from where Pastor Dagbaugh comes from. They say it's Jara. Yes. Am I correct? Praise the Lord. <laughs> So if you want the jarrah, please come in on Tuesday at 12 noon. But other than that, 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. from Wednesday all the way to Friday, 21st century leadership evening convention starts bill time is 7:30 but please arrive from 7 7:30 for 7:30 proper starts and most of us who have taken time off please stay in that attitude of prayer there will be uh, it will be a great time to be here throughout the course of the week and the lord will bless you richly and a special announcement on Friday On Friday the fifth of March Is it correct? Is that fifth of March? Am I correct? It's the fifth. Third. Third of March. Wow. It's the third day of the month, which is always our victory night. You know, three so there's something about the third of March. On Friday the third of March at seven thirty PM here we shall be listening to a ministration by the voice of a choir. it will be the launch as well, or well, the, the, the inaugural, sort of like, of the first album called The Call. <laughs> Woo! That's Christ, Faith, Tabernacle, Voice of Hope, Choir, The Assembly, The Call. Those of us who were around in November, single, it's a single, just a single. Okay, I thought it was the entire thing. The album is coming, but the single will be on, on, okay. If you were here in November, let me see the hands up. Now, you don't want to miss Friday. I don't believe you'll miss anything, but you don't want to miss Friday. But when you come in as well... You need to ensure that we don't, the notes are not being taken for each of the single. Because they've put in some effort into this. So you and I would have, each have a copy of that single. And don't tell me that you want to buy one for the whole family. Praise the Lord. Because you're not doing it, simply if you want, if you if you need to, each one of us that come in will get a copy of the single. Whichever way we are streaming, if we're streaming it, we, don't, we no longer have the CDs this day, do we? We stream it, isn't it? Yeah? And when we stream, we'll buy, we'll download, we pay to download it. Okay. We'll work all of that out, whichever way. But please come prepared to support the Voice of Hope Choir. Because they've been putting in some, some effort and some tireless nights, sleepless nights and sleepless days. And indeed, a lot of great things have been happening. Invite your friends. Invite your friends. It's not an entertainment, it's a ministration. They're not coming to be entertained, they're coming to be ministered to. And God is going to be transforming lives as a result. And the Lord bless you richly. Well, it's our Thanksgiving Sunday, and I'd like to invite our Father and the Lord,
3: Apostle, Sir. Amen. I didn't know that Pastor Tayo had joined these people. Well, somebody has to be their pastor. <laughs> Let's put our hands together for the voice of who choir You are not you are not making noise now. Because I'm not Pastor Tayo, that's why you're not making noise. See yourself now. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well these are Thanksgiving time. Those of you who are come for the Thanksgiving, as the choir begins to sing, please come over. We have Sister Trisha Epo, Daniel at 50. Two babies have been dedicated. Fifth wedding anniversary, the Peter and the Salma of Mercaro. Family of Sister Lola Quigan. One year remembrance, Thanksgiving. Everybody, just come forward of their late mother. Please, when the choir sing, just take your offering in your hand and dance to the altar. And the rest of the church, can we rise up, please? Everyone who was born in February, or you had a wedding in February, so you're having wedding anniversary. Please, it's your time for Thanksgiving. Choir, please.
2: Come and see, oh, come. come and
3: go to your seats they will have 10 minutes of praise I sit dance on your feet and CFT has the reason to dance let me ask you how many of you are your birthday is this month raise your hands those of you who are the back there come forward please move forward make way for them if you are a well-wisher they should come to join them in the altar. All of you have your birthdays. Over there, how many of you have your birthdays? Come forward and join the altar. Those of you who didn't have birthdays, just make way for them to join them. If you are at the end there, how many of you have birthdays? All right. Come and join them in the front there. I want you, okay, yes, that's alright, that's alright, because all these people, too. don't stand before children, those who are in front there, bro, you move to this side, bro, are you 50? Okay, so, the, the person, who is, who is the one who is 50? Good, so, and the children, dedication, the yes, and the, the mother. Can I just say, I want to read some scriptures, very brief scriptures to you. The Bible says in the book of Psalm 90 verse 12, Teach me to number my days aright, that we may gain a heart of understanding. I read Psalm 5 verse 12. For surely, O Lord, you bless the righteous, you surround them with favor as a shield. So, for those of you who are having your birthday, when you remember the date of your birth, it's for you to think. Many things. Where you started from, where are you today, and where are you going? It is a time to think about your life. Of course, you know, we pray for long life, isn't it? And every one of us pray for long life. But no matter how short or long a person lives and the Lord calls you home, it is when you get beyond. You will discover that your hundred years is just like a day. So, it is a time for you to think so that you can set your heart on the path of wisdom that you may serve God truly. I would gather, if any one of you who is a world wisher is hearing me, and you have been messing up your life, I think it's a time to think again. Enough of messing up. You have not been serious with God. Enough of all that. You have had enough time under Satan. If you look around you, you will see your age group. Standing who are serving God truly, you can't compare your life with their lives because the Lord remembers the righteous he surrounds them with favor as a shield you can join the company of the righteous for the person who is fifty today, the Bible says Count off seven Sabbaths of years, seven times seven years, so that the seven Sabbaths of years amount to a period of 49 years. Then have the trumpet sounded anywhere, everywhere, on the tenth day of the seventh month, on the day of atonement. Sound the trumpet throughout your land, consecrate the 50th year. And proclaim liberty throughout your land to all your inhabitants, all its inhabitants. It shall be Jubilee. So, 50 years is Jubilee. But the most important thing God said is that it consecrates your life. So, your 50th year is a time to think back. 50 years just went like that. Then think forward. What will you want for your next 50 years? I think the only thing you want is God, because when you got God, you got everything. So you consecrate this fiftieth year, I will anoint you to consecrate you for this fiftieth year. And for those of the one who is bringing the baby for dedication, I will read this, unless the Lord build the house, it liberates labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city The watchman stands guard in vain In vain you rise early And stay up late Toiling for food to eat For God grants sleep to those he loves Sons are heritage from the Lord Children a reward from him Like arrows in the hands of mighty warrior, Are sons born of one's youth Blessed is the man Whose quiver is full of them They will not be put to shame When they contend with the enemies In the gates Raise this child in the way of the Lord Make sure you bring this child to church Regularly Because if God give you Heritage And God calls him arrow And he entrusts it Into your hands God will ask from you How much you have shown That child about him if you truly love your child, and you truly believe that God gave your child as a gift, your feet cannot be absent in the company of the saints of God, where you are dedicating that child. You owe God a bounder duty to raise the child in the way of the Lord, and bring this child to this altar to grow in this house. And I'm saying that very, very affirmatively. Because, you know, there are many things we do in life. We just, you know, we do them casually. We don't really think of the impact. In this anniversary week, I will help you to come to the place of assessing impact of every move you make. Because every move you make on earth, the impact of them wait for you in some years ahead of you. And it is very, very good for anybody everybody who serves the lord to know god's principle that when you grow older god is asking you where am i in your life when god gives you a son he's asking you where am i in your life? i have done my part. what about me when god keeps you for another year god is asking you that my love have kept you then what are you doing for me where i where is me in your life and i believe that the god of all might We grant insight to you. And the one who is thanking God for the mothers passing away by a year, it is, I can read several scriptures for you on this, but why do we do remembrance of our dead ones? Is it because our remembrance of them will change their states after death? No, they have gone, they finished their work, they have been judged by God and given their reward accordingly. So, then why do we come to the altar to thank God for uh, remembrance of them? We come to remind ourselves that one day it will be our turn. That's the reason for the remembrance. We thank God for keeping our life for the time of remembrance, but we know also remind ourselves that no matter how long and short, it will be our turn sometime. So that that will help us to serve God with all our hearts ready every time to meet with our maker so is the reason for transgiving remembrance of those who have gone ahead because I mean for her who has gone, all what we are doing now she doesn't know it, she doesn't see it but we are the one who is celebrating that God you have spared the life of all the children after one year that the mother has departed now Lord help me to live the life before you that when my time will come, I will be acceptable. Let's bow heads. Lord, I pray for all these people who have are standing here because they were born in February. Some will remember the day of their birth and they will not remember that it is God who has done it. There are so many in the world They can go to parties, they can go to clubs, they can dance all over, but they will not give recognition to the God who gave them birth and gave them life. And for these ones, we thank you because they have you in their contemplation. Lord, if they are not your children, they will not do that. And I pray for them. May you fulfill the mandate of heaven written concerning you. May you receive grace from God to succeed in all things for life and also excel in all things for godliness. May the Lord's promise for the righteous be fulfilled over you all. May the Lord grant you long life enough to see your children's children. May all your days be like the woman of faith and the man of faith, heroes of faith of the scripture. May your life ever be blessing To all around you From your family To your extended relations And to your friends Everything you need To be able to do what God assigned you For your life And also for the help of those That God will bring before you May God abundantly supply it You will never dry up You will always be refreshed by God Your memories of your birth Will always give birth to Thanksgiving. Job remember his birth and he cursed the day he was born. Such a thing would never happen to you. You will always remember the day you were born and the sovereign grace of God and the mercy of He that lives forever and ever, and have cause to give God the praise. So shall your life be full with thanksgiving. With long life, the Lord will satisfy you, and he will show you his salvation. I thank you, God. For the family that came for the remembrance of their departed mom a year ago. That you have kept them intact. You have protected them. And so they come before you to bring an offering of thanks to you. Lord, I pray that the offering in their hands shall become a memorial. In the name of Jesus Christ. That you will grant them grace as they have known you. To come and appreciate you. For their departed mother, for the life she has spent with them, you allowed those lives. For how she had been a blessing to them all over when she was alive. May you now grant them grace to also do for their children beyond what their mother had done for them. To serve you until the day of their departure. That they will see you before they see death. That eternity shall be sure for them. I pray, O oh God, For these children, for the person who has been wedding anniversary, five is a number of grace. May the grace of God be abundantly multiplied over you. Thank you for keeping them for these five years. Humanly people say that if you can maintain your wedding for five years, you can maintain it for life. I pray nothing would divide them. Protect their heart and mind. The love with which they started, they will continue and it shall grow as they grow older in the whole of their lives. May good things come out of this home. In the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for these children. Jesus says, let the little children come unto me. It says, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. And it says, There angel angels behold the face of my father. Where is the second child? Sister, you, uh, it's alright, just be there. Yes. Where is the mother? You are the one carrying the child. You carry that child. Yes, they help you hold your... And you carry your child. Yes. Father, these children have destiny, which is hidden in their spirit. Your spirit knows the destiny, so my heart can tap into your spirits. Anoint them this child in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Anoint this child in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Give these men every resources they need to raise these children in the way of the Lord to fulfill the destiny that is buried in their spirit. I pray for these children that they be protected from every inference of the devil. That Satan will never be able to toss with this destiny. I pray for the mothers that give birth to them. O Lord my King. That everything they need in wisdom and knowledge. For the Father instructs, mothers teach. All what they need from you to teach these children in the way of the Lord. That Satan will not be able to access the mindset of this one as they grow to their teenage age. That you will end down upon them. I receive you both into the family of God in Christ's faith, tabernacle. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The covenant of God upon this house be fulfilled over you also. In Jesus' anointed name we pray. It. Lord, your daughter is 50 years Sorry, the Lord refresh your bones. The Lord refresh your organs. Everything that may be your regret for 50 years, the Lord compensates you in this year. Because this is your year of jubilee. Jubilation will not cease in your life. I consecrate you in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. May grace from heaven fall upon you Amen. like the dew in Haman. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All your great desires that you have not achieved, may God bring them to fulfillment for you. Amen. All your disappointment of the past, may God compensate you for it. Amen. May God grant you the best 50 years if you will live up to that on, in the land of the living. Amen. And as your heart has loved the Lord, may God increase you in His love. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. And is the, 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 the Jubilee year is the year of restoration. Everything be restored. Amen. In the name of the Father Amen. and of the Son Amen. and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord, I pray for all these people. Whatever you desire in your life that is missing. I ask heaven today to open floodgates. Amen. Everyone that is standing forth here, Lord. It is written the Lord Almighty has sworn surely as I plan it shall be as I purpose, it will stand. Let your plans and purposes for them be established. I rebuke the devil concerning every life. Let your light shine in the midst of their darkness. Grace upon grace, they multiply over all. And this is the holy offering that is brought by your holy people. Let your holy fire come down from heaven and consume this holy sacrifice. In Jesus' holy and anointed name, we are praying. Amen and amen. All right, let let sister share sing for us. sickness. You are the reason uh-huh. why we are
2: leaving, Jehovah. You, you are, are the most high God. You are the reason wow. why we are singing, Jehovah. You <laughs> are You didn't dance.
3: You didn't dance. I'm looking at you. You have five minutes to dance and we close this service. Or else we will, we will shift the gear to Israelites. They dance before God for seven hours. Amen. I want to see joy in your face. Look at some beside you and dance. If you have your wife beside you, it makes it easier. But if you are alone, don't worry. Just look at the eh? apostle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. forties don't miss any day so that they will not tell you story we are going to have praise galore for the next eight days heaven will descend upon your house you will encounter Jesus face to face shall we just pray father hitherto have you helped us and we thank you for your grace and mercy We thank you for the safe arrival of all our guests, those who are here already, and those who will be coming, who are on the way. My God and King, we thank you for what you have prepared for us. I pray, Lord, that none of us will miss this feast. Lord, I pray that the intention of your heart for this week be fulfilled over all. I pray that your grace over all be multiplied. And your name be exalted As these people go to their different homes You who never depart from us May your grace and mercy go with them May the Lord open a book of remembrance concerning you May the Lord answer you when you are in distress May the name of the God of Jacob protect you as we go into a new month the month of march may the lord send you help from his sanctuary and grant you support from his zion may god remember all your tithes and offerings and sacrifices and accept your bond offering which is your prayers may the lord give you the good desires of your heart and make all your plans succeed we will all shout for joy At your victory. And we shall all be victorious. And lift up the banner. In the name of our God. May the God of Abraham. The God of Isaac. The God of Jacob. Open a book of remembrance concerning you this day. May your week be the most blessed. And greater week ahead of you. May the God of Bethel. Who revealed himself to Jacob. And to Abraham at Bethel. May he. Reveal Himself to you and change your dreams to the place of revelations. In Jesus' anointed name we are praying. Shall we read together the Lord's Prayer? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be Thy name, Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is thy kingdom thy power and thy glory forever and ever amen can i say that before we share the grace you must read the lord's prayer every day and i think my television production across the globe from the month of march in that program the Lord's prayer that you have read will be played because so that the world may know that it is our Father who is in heaven not our parents For those who intend to change the Lord's Prayer. Hell has decided to change the Lord's Prayer through the lips of some Christians who are advocating that the Bible should be changed. So, remember, this is the prayer, the only prayer Jesus taught us. Pray it every day when you pray at the end of your prayer. And make sure you pray at any time, whatever congregation you are, that you are given the opportunity. So that our nation, England, may know that the Lord's prayer is to the Father. And we have Father, we don't have parents in heaven. And the Lord bless you. Lift your hands up and let's share the grace as in Hebrew. Now, may the God of peace, that brought again from the dead... Our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make us perfect in every good work, to do his will, working in us that which is well pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be the glory forever and ever. General grace to somebody around you, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you now and evermore. To yourself, surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. There shall be showers of blessing, it will follow your house. Please, you can take your seats, the ushers will let you out. Elders and pastors, please remain where you are. Can I just, you can go off air now.